In this episode of Sandlot Sports, we discuss the 2022 NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and Boston Celtics, and where the outcome leaves Stephen Curry and the pantheon of greatest players of all time and greatest point guards of all time. Coming up on this episode of Sandlot Sports. So going back to the, the bus driver, bus rider conversation that, that Barkley likes to do, who was the bus driver on that team? We know who the bus driver on that team was. Steph Curry. That was never a question. That was only a question to like uh, KD's little crowd. Well, I well say I it. Think, Go for it. I think that I I think that the bus belonged to Curry, but but the driver was KD. <gasps> because you're not beating. I'm sorry, but you're not beating Cleveland without KD at all. A healthy Cleveland. Welcome to Sandlot Sports, where we may be stupid, but we are your kind of stupid. I am Adam Kappison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. What's up? What's up? And BJ Thomas. And you're going to think we're even more stupid once we're done with these lists tonight. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But not as stupid as ESPN, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so we're, we're done with basketball, guys. We don't have any actual basketball games that matter until probably October. I don't know Just really enough. what to think because the, the finals were kind of meh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but isn't that Dorian, where Dorian destroyed another fan base with his <laughs> terrible ideas? But that was Dorian Dunn. That was not Dorian. Yeah, no, it's it's who we say it is. Hey, if it comes out, same face, same what, face. What, what I have learned the past six years, if it comes out under your social media account, it is yours. That's yeah, hell yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, look, if it works for Katie and others, it it was hacked. So, <laughs> oh. Oh. Now, oh, look. If it works for him, damn it, I'm using it too. Speaking of that, my camera's jacked up. So, anyways, oh, yeah, but um, <laughs> so here, here's what I here are my thoughts on Game Six. Boston came mm-hmm. out just trying to do the Mike Tyson thing and just try to knock him out in the first quarter. Golden State yeah. was basically the Homer Simpson. I'm going to take whatever you can and then punch back. And then they, they once once they started punching back, Boston just fell apart and the series was over. Yeah. So question, when did, what game do you think that uh, Golden State figured out Boston? Game four. Game four. Yep. Once they realized that, that Boston was going to keep going with drop coverage under screens, they were like, well, fuck this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then bombs away, it was over then. Well, and see, and, and here's the thing. So there were six games for the NBA Finals. There were five minutes of crunch time. And what that means is, you know, under five minutes to go within five points, five minutes, the entire series. Do you know how many points Boston scored in all of crunch time through the entire series? I'm guessing it's going to be something ridiculously low, like 16. Yeah. Like less than 20. Zero. Yes. Oh shit. I was Boston did not that. score a point when the games were close late. So the only thing they could have done worse is score for Golden State. Yes. Okay, just making sure we're clear on this. Yeah. Hey. Think about uh, that. that. That's just how ill-equipped Boston was for the series. Now, the they disrespect. made it there. They're not, they're not a bad team. They made it to the finals. They deserved to be there. They beat the teams ahead of them. But they were just outmatched. And what which, that means which, is... <clears throat> which two of us knew. Yes. Two of us knew that. Two of us knew that, I, that there's no amount of defense to make up the gap in that offense. 
I mean, honestly, I just think that um, I just think that in the fourth quarter, I think that Boston, it seems that they forgot how to play basketball because. OK, I'll, I'll put it this way. Jalen Brown, like there was no answer for Jalen Brown in the first three games. Right. In in the fourth quarter. But again, that's why Steve Kerr, is Steve Kerr, they figured it out. And Gary Payton Jr. helped out tremendously. If they didn't have Gary Payton Jr., I think that this series could have been different. But and Gary Payton Jr., putting him on Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, I don't change the number to 24, bro. Keep zero look, for at least look, another three years. Zero, Andrew, I think, is fitting for him right now. He, Andrew Wiggins <laughs> did that to Jason Tatum. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. He did. Let's make, let's make that clear. That was not a fluke. That wasn't a bad shooting night or series. Andrew Wiggins did that to Jason Tatum. And that's why Andrew Wiggins was a number one draft pick. People forget that because he languished in Minnesota, but he was a number one overall draft pick. Right. And yes, he's not LeBron. He's not Kobe, but he's still damn good. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and he showed that too, especially with the number of rebounds he had. Yeah. And yeah. and that's the thing. I mean, they're going to have to pay some of these guys. I think a pool is up for, on his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Wiggins is up next year. Let me pull that up real quick. Okay. But, you know, they're going to have to make some decisions. And honestly, I don't see them letting anyone go. They just, they paid Durant a shit ton of money for the luxury tax. I don't see them going, you know what? We're not going to do that this year. Yeah. If you're going to state, would you be willing to let go of Looney to let Wiseman flourish to see what you, to see, to let him get some minutes, more minutes? Is it necessary? Is Looney in a contract year? I'm going to pull up. So um, while I'm pulling that up, Wiggins is not in a contract year. His, his contract expires next year and he's due $33 million. They might want to resign him and see if they can save a little money. Looney is, is up. Mm. Looney's contract is up. Wiseman worries me. Looney's been on the court. Wiseman is not. So they, the best ability is availability. Availability every day. And uh, on that note, here's, here's a trivia question for you. Who's the biggest thief in the NBA? Is it Ben Simmons or is it John Wall? (laughs) Well, look, Um, the Rockets chose to sit John Wall. Ben Simmons is taking his money. Simmons has played 40 games in four years. And has gotten over $140 million. He is dancing to the bank right now. (laughs) I I would have to say... uh, John Wall is a player. Ben Simmons is a pimp. <laughs> that mother, he, he's pimped two franchises that are like a three-hour drive away from each other. He sure did. <laughs> just, just pimping them. Pimping them. So, Seven, 70s Cadillac, purple velvet, whole nine yards. Everything you, feather imagine, everything. everything you can imagine. <laughs> Full on Mr. Steal Your Girl. That's what he's doing right now. He's just taking taking their shit. Hand over fist. Can you believe that? Man, he's doing some Wall Street shit. That's what he's doing. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. Brooklyn's not too far from Wall Street. Nope. <laughs> but, it's, it's the greatest Ponzi scam ever. All that money in and no results. And, and, and the best part is, unlike Madoff, he's not going to jail. 
Could you yeah. exactly? Could you imagine being either one of those owners and seeing his Instagram with him sitting in front of his supercars and stuff? I'd be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You don't deserve any of that. You should be in a civic. I'd be like, hey, can you talk me into not hiring a hitman, please? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is why I have people around me is to stop my bad ideas. Let's go. Let me hear him. Let me hear him. Yeah. <laughs> I did see something interesting, though. They were like, what if the Lakers and the Nets just do a trade bad for bad, right? Right. So you would trade Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving for Russell Westbrook and AD. I'm like, no, nah, that wouldn't work. But they say at least you're training. What and planet that, and are you on or what the hell are you what, smoking? What do you what <laughs> Facebook pages you've been frequenting? Oh, no, fuck? I don't want to know his search history. Oh, oh, anyway, no, it was ESPN. You said that. No. <laughs> There's not enough basketball in LA if you make that trade. Yeah. Because all Ben Simmons can do is handle the ball. And you think LeBron's going to give it up? LeBron yeah. needs shooters. And the, the one thing that Ben doesn't do is shoot the basketball. I'm not even saying he shoots it well. He just doesn't shoot. He well, he needed shooters all. last year, too, and they got Westbrook. So it might, it's probably uh, uh, follows the trend. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing. Like, you know, Golden State is set. You know, I, I, I'm going to say right here they're probably going to repeat next year just because I, I see them flourishing. But, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Memphis or Dallas gives them a run. The thing is, Brooklyn is set for mediocrity at best. The Lakers are toast for the next probably five years. And it, it's, it's going to be fun just to watch them kind of flounder like a fish out of water. Mm. That's going to be you know, Adam I, swimming in the blood of his enemies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like the, the Brooklyn thing, I mean, they fought tooth and nail to get Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant there. Mm-hmm. At the start of next season, it's going to be probably Kevin Durant and the, the Wonder Twins. <laughs> All I know is if they don't get Kevin Durant and another person, he's going to want to win out of Brooklyn. Well, okay, so let, let me say this. How? No team's going to be able to trade for him. Uh, it depends. Um, I would say, I mean, teams will have to be creative, but it's like, if it's one thing to where he doesn't want to go, but it's nothing. He's like, hey, well, I'm going to do all I can to force myself out. Well, and, and that's fine, but he still has three years left in that contract, making him a, a minimum of $46 million a year. So whether, whether KD wants out or not, and we can discuss that, there's no one that's going to be able to trade for him but just because the math isn't going to work. I mean, basically, he's going to make next year what the Orlando Magic are paying their entire roster. Or should I should come to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> he probably retired before he do that. Can you imagine? Yeah, right. he, he can't even leave the city limits. Yeah, no, so you're <laughs> stuck in Orlando. You have to stay in Orlando or hop on I four and go to Tampa. That's it. Like, just those are your up. only. Yeah, don't go anywhere else. And, and the the thing with with Durant to Orlando, I could see it happening in five years. That's what most players <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah, the Patrick Ewing. <laughs> like, a little glimmer of hope. I'm gonna come down here and make a few million dollars while I sit in the sun. <laughs> the Sean Kemp, Patrick Ewing. I know. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, that was a rough time. That was a rough time. Dory got all excited there for a second. Because <laughs> oh, I can see that happen. I'm like, wait a minute. There's a catch. I was kind of I was kind of upset Pat didn't get the Orlando job, though, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. After watching what he's done doing in Georgetown, kind of don't want him. Yeah. I mean, he, he but, did really good that first year and then just cratered. I felt like he earned his, his shot, though, is what I'm saying. Oh, I, I don't disagree. Yeah, and there's, there's been people less qualified that have gotten jobs. Yeah, I, mean, I don't disagree that he, he deserved, he put in his time, he deserved yeah. a head coaching job. You know, and now his alma mater gave it to him. Yeah. If he doesn't have a winning season next year, and I will say this, if Patrick Ewing does not make the NCAA tournament next year, he will never coach again. Damn. Well, Write I mean, what what team down. what team would hire him? Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. let, let me rephrase that. What team wanting to win would hire him? Mm. I can see it'll probably be like one of those Division One Double A schools or something. So one who just needs a big name. He was six and twenty-five last year. Didn't win a conference game. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough for players to, for great players to switch over because you can't just make these kids do what you can do. And, and that's where Larry Legend is, is a fucking legend. He won at every single place. He won as a player. He won as a coach. I don't know if he actually won a championship as a coach, but he, he was successful and he was successful as an executive. Yeah. And I believe he was the one that said, don't stay in the same job for more than five years because you'll get stagnant. Yeah. Um, didn't he lead the, um, was it the Pacers to the 2000 NBA Finals? Was he the coach of the team or was it Larry Brown? Or was it Rick Carlisle? I'm, I'm pulling it up. Yeah. Nope. Yep. You're right. He, the 2000 Finals was Larry Bird's team. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't that his his last year? He says yeah, he's done yeah, that was his last year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. His back. I mean, I imagine. We said it last week, and I'm. It still makes me depressed. If he was able to play it with just the modern medicine and modern travel yeah. that today's players have, how much longer and better would he have been? I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if it was a uh, d- like a hereditary thing or some. He's so tall and long that his disc and vertebrae were yeah in more trouble than the average human. But also, recovery back then was non-existent. Yeah, no. And they, they also played all eighty-two games, which is yeah. You, you get badges for that nowadays. Yep. Mm-hmm. So now, um, one of our listeners actually did post a question on on social media, is if you had to have one person take the final shot, Mike, Kobe, Larry, or LeBron, who are you taking? Oh, I don't know why LeBron's on that list, so we can go the yeah. other three. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so, my, my response was you, you take yeah. Mike as LeBron passed it to Mario Jalmers. Well, say, are we looking for assists? <laughs> yeah. We don't need assists. We don't need assists. Yeah. Um, to me, it's between Mike and Larry. Yeah. Yeah. See, and, and I, you know, I, I went with Mike just because I've seen him do it so many times. 
And one, one of the, the guys on social media said it great. He's like, I'll take Larry Bird because he'll tell you where he's going to make it. And he'll tell you that yeah. he made it as he's making it. As he's making it. <laughs> yep. If you guys have stories of him telling them exactly what he's going to do and then doing it to them. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was Christmas Day when he was um, going against Chuck Person. They, you know, I think NBC hyped up the Christmas Day game, and, you know, and person was like, hey, I'm going to go bird hunting. And bird hung like 42 <laughs> to six on them and got they both got ejected because he got in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was back then. You ain't just yeah. going to whip my ass all day. You're going to we're gonna have to find out how many ways you can whip my ass. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to file the shit out of you. I'm going to do everything. Yep. Yeah. I eat Vernon Maxwell. Vernon Maxwell told a story about how Jordan was hanging, I think, like 23 in the first half, he was with the Rockets, and Bernie Maxwell was like, do I need, do I need to take care of this guy? Because I can. No, 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 no. no. no we're going we're gonna to no, win the right way. don't touch Mike. Get kicked <laughs> out of the whole league, you do that shit. Bernie Maxwell, they call him Mad Max for a reason. Like, he, he went up to the me. stands and slapped a fan, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's from Gainesville. You know that? Uh, well, that, that all makes sense now. <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> exactly. Florida man. <laughs> He's a Florida man. If anybody man. wants to see a description of Florida man, go on social media and watch the video of a Florida man smacking an alligator with a frying pan. Hell yeah. <laughs> he got him twice. The second time the thing just turned around and got back in the water. I was like, well, <laughs> and you know what? This is how I know I was born in New York. I was there till I was like eight, but like, this is how I know I've been down here too long. I was like, man, that seems like a good idea. <laughs> and I kind of wanted to try it. <laughs> like, come on, be honest. Did you think like, I'd probably try that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Seriously, if you had a big enough frying pan, you wouldn't whack him on his nose. <laughs> no, nah, they still nailing. I stay in mine. <laughs> and, and, and see, and the funny thing is, is all three of us grew up down here. My wife does not believe me that we were told as kids, if you see an alligator, run away in a zigzag pattern. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just by the way, do not do that. <laughs> Who, where did they get that from? I don't know. I figured out. <laughs> so, so we're going to do the thing that everyone's been doing. Um, we're going to do the, the top 10 of all time because that seems to be the thing that everyone wants to do and talk about where everyone ranks. So we're going to kind of do, do our own. So we'll, we'll kind of, we'll start with, with Dorian. Who do you have number one of all time? Your airness, Michael Jordan. BJ? Same. Yeah. And anyone, I, I, I put my answers on her earlier, but anyone who doesn't have Mike as number one, well, they can just get the fuck out. <laughs> or, or, they're, or they're 11. <laughs> <laughs> So, Dorian, here, here's what's fun. Who's your number two? Oh. Uh, what I've seen. Yeah. I have to go with longevity. I go with Kareem. Eyes off my paper. <laughs> <laughs> See, I went with with Bill, Mr. Russell, eleven and one in the NBA Finals. You're you're not topping that. You're not wrong. So, Dorian, number three. 
Number three, I'm going to put Magic Johnson. Why are we even doing this? <laughs> it, it, it's the thing we have to do at the end of every NBA season. Wow. We're a sports show. We have to do it. Are you going with? Yeah, with I, yeah. Because I mean, you could really put him or Bird there. I think, in my opinion. Yeah, either one. Yeah, ironically, I had Magic too. So th- this is not making for as good radio as I thought it was going to. No, <laughs> I, there's Dorian. certain things that just are. Yeah, I know. Dorian, number four. Um, Larry Legend. What him and Magic did, they revived the NBA in the '80s. <clears throat> See, but you know, here's here's where you could also make make the case for Akeem or Kobe, and this is where it's going to start to get tricky. That's the I point. do like Larry. Man, who are you going with? I don't know. You know, I think I'm going to put a. I think I'll put Bill Russell right here. And see, it bothers me that you guys didn't take the most dominant player for a decade, Mr. O'Neal. But it's still early. Butthurt over here. <laughs> butthurt. I'm still butthurt about that. Him leaving Orlando. Yeah, that's that's. Because the one, one, the one thing the locals can read, they fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they they can read it. It's just got to be you know stitched on a red hat. Um, my fifth one is Shaq O'Neal baby so you're saying Shaq over Kobe in dominance yes this isn't dominance this is top five players ever top ten players of all time yeah you're starting to do categories well well, well, I'm going by again my eye test and the dominance that Shaq was able to have, I, I put Shaq. Because if we're going dom- if we're going dominance, then Wilt should be up there because Wilt was playing with like firemen and killing those sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, but he only had how many championships? One, two, hit two. Yeah, but he had all the stats. He had so, all the everything. So are we doing the, the Manny dominance. Brady thing for the NBA? Is that what is that what we're going? <laughs> it seems like it. This is tough. Everybody's it is. got it's tough. I don't even like my list. I only like the first two picks. Everything after that, I don't know. It's like BG's um, fantasy draft, but yeah. <laughs> you could you could put Larry here. I'm happy with Larry here. Yeah, I put Larry's Larry's in my top five. Yeah. See, and, and here's here's the thing with, with Shaq is and you so we saw this in the Boston series. If you need a run stopper. The other team's kind of going. You, you need someone to, to just slow the game down and make sure you get a basket. That's Shaq in a nutshell. Yeah. I, I need, I, we need a basket here. We need to, to shut the crowd down, go with Shaq. And Bird was just the opposite. We need someone that, that can hit a big shot and get the crowd going. That's Bird. I, I thought Bird just hit shots. I don't, I don't classify his shots. I feel like he hit all the shots. I feel like he hit the, the crowd, rousing the crowd, shutting up the crowd. I don't know. Fair enough. Bird was, Bird was pretty damn special. Bird was special. And again, I mean, 
I, I, if Bird had not gotten hurt or had modern medicine back in the eighties, and all you got to do is all you got to do is listen to how everybody else talks about them. That's all you have to do, Michael, Dominique, all of them. Just listen to how they talk about Larry Bird, and, and that'll give you enough. And and Chuck has even said that Bird was better than all of them. And and Chuck don't do that. No. So all right. Dorian, Dorian number number six. Number six, I'm going with Bill Russell. Okay. BJ. I guess you could put Shaq here. I put Cream at six. Again, you if you're talking stats, most all time points. And the single most unstoppable shot in the entire history of basketball. And I think a very few people blocked that. I think Ralph Sampson got him once or twice, but that's about it. And Ralph's pretty tall himself. Yeah. I think Ralph was like seven three. He's very tall. Yeah. And it's someone else that if they lived in modern times, it would have been a lot better. He destroyed his back. I want to say it was the 84, 85 finals, landed wrong and just destroyed his back. He, he could have been a great one. So, Dorian, number seven. Uh, number seven. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to have to go with. I'm gonna, uh, oh, this is okay. This is tough. I'm thinking about me. I'm thinking about all around championships. Everything. Every, it, whatever class, whatever classification you want to want to take. It's, this is uh, your list. Um, we will make fun take... of you if it's stupid, but whatever classification. Absolutely. You make... yeah, I guess this is a horrible pick. We'll tell you. I promise. Is this is not going to be horrible for me. I'm picking Tim Duncan. Okay. Let me say that. I okay. respect that. I think we're going to throw Kobe in here. That's what I was battling with. Duncan yeah, I, went, Kobe. I went Kobe at seven. Yeah. I think I like that. <clears throat> now, and the thing, the thing with Duncan, I don't think he's actually on my list, is if he played today, and had a horrible coach, he would not be as good as he was. And and don't, I, I don't don't know about that. No, no, no. Uh, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. No, you're no, We don't no, hear no, Dorian. Reaching. We don't hear Dorian out when he says stupid shit. I don't think we should hear you out either. No, here, here here's my reasoning. <laughs> if you played with somebody like Budenhoser or somebody that was like, oh Tim, you need to shoot threes. That's um, a that's a waste of his fucking talent. I don't you know. Could, you forgot Budenholzer was there with Duncan when he was with San Antonio. Yes, so but he if, wouldn't know if, how to use Duncan. Yeah, yeah. Well, if he if he was on a coach that went, Tim, go out, go out and shoot at least five threes a game. Um once once a coach, any coach, sees what Tim does from the three point line down, anyone worth their weight in, in salt would know exactly what to do with Tim. Tell that this to Fred, is, tell that to Frank Vogel. That's one coach. Um, <laughs> Tim, I want to make Anthony Tim Davis Duncan, a three-point shooter. That's one coach. <laughs> Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan had a shot out to twenty feet. Um, bank shots at all angles. Oh, absolutely! Uh, a variety of post moves. Mm-hmm. He might not have the same number of championships, but stats-wise, I don't know if it'd be much different. He's got five. Well, yeah. He may have more. He may have more stats to be honest with you, because he'd probably be on a worse team. Yeah, but. Like it, it, it bothers me when I see coaches today that take these big guys that should be down low or mid-range jumpers like a Horace Grant jumper or Tim Duncan jumper mm-hmm. that were money and go 
step out five more feet and, and shoot a three. No, that's <laughs> not their game. <laughs> Just stop it. And like every time I see Giannis jack up a three, at the start of possession, I just want to like just bow my head and go, "What the fuck are you doing?" I don't have a I don't have a problem with Giannis doing it. He's earned them. He by the and at any point of the game, he's already got a rebound, a block shot, or a steal. He's earned his three. He shoot him all he wants, but he doesn't make them. He's a but thirty-four. He has, we talked about this last year. You have to be a threat. If you're not a threat on a court, you turn into Ben Simmons. Yeah. He has to be a threat. So you're saying that Tim Duncan should have been the three-point threat if he played today? Tim Duncan could shoot out to twenty foot. We just covered that also. Giannis should step in and take a 20-foot jump shot instead of a three. Either way, he's earned it. You're talking about a guy who's going to get the ball back for you mm-hmm. most, most of the night. <laughs> if he wants to shoot a couple, let him shoot it, especially if he's working on them. Screw yeah. it. You're not, you can make him in practice. Until you hit a couple in the game, it's not going to work. You're saying Dwight Howard should have been should be converted to a three-point shooter if he played I today? Say, I didn't say any of that. <laughs> I didn't say any of that. <laughs> uh, that would be funny to watch. <laughs> Dwight in his arms. Giannis <laughs> isn't Dwight. Giannis is a guard or forward in a in Dwight's body. Yeah. Giannis is scary. Yeah, we're, <laughs> talking, we're talking about a completely different monster. And even <laughs> Dwight tried to sneak out and shoot threes every once in a while. Yeah. And I wouldn't care if Dwight shot at a couple of threes. He will get, block the ball or get the ball back for us if they want to do that once or twice a game i'd let it happen because it's yeah. bad offense <laughs> well there's a lot worse offense out there well, doesn't make it any less crappy offense all right question for you guys real quick so offensively who's worse dwight or rudy gobert gobert who's more limited dwight at least have some had some moves in the post or had i don't know if he has them anymore but he had moves in the post Gobert is basically pick and roll and putbacks. He he's a more talented DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I don't even think he's more talented. I just think he's taller. More more talented on on the defensive end. Well, I mean, if DeAndre Jordan was seven foot two, I'm pretty sure he'd be pretty damn good on the defensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Clipper DeAndre Jordan. Uh, in those early years, he was scary. Yeah, <laughs> anything yeah, off killed Brandon Jennings. Oh, yeah, oh, that was nasty. Yeah, so back to the list, right. Dorian. Who back do you have? Eight. eight is going to be Kobe. All right, Kobe, Kobe, BJ. Um, man, Duncan would be a nice pick here, but uh, geez. Now, it, this is just where it gets harder. Mm-hmm. It gets much harder. <laughs> and I, I am going somewhere with this list, so just bear with me. <clears throat> oh, man. My brain hurts from this. I'm going to put Wilt right here. I Okay, I, I promise I'm keeping my, my picks behind uh, a font wall. But, yeah, I went, went Wilt, too. I mean, the guy put up numbers. You say what you want about the championships, but holy crap. Like, really? And he, he, was, he did exactly what he's supposed to do in the area he played in. Yep. Dominate and that it, crap out of him. It wasn't Dominate. just points. It was rebounds, rebounds too. Rebounds, blocks. Yep. 
he was insane. Now, I my question is, um, we all know the picture of him holding up a, a piece of paper with a hundred when he scored his yeah. hundred point game. Is Jason Tatum going to do the same for having a hundred turnovers in a season? Oh, I hope so. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I bet you they won't. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. You want to see something shocking? It really shocked me when I watched it. Go on YouTube and Google Wilt uh, Wilt Chamberlain on a fast break. He was and watch and watch Swift. The, watch the black and white Swift. He was a uh, like Olympic fast. Yeah. Just watch his, watch the black and white video that pops up. You will be shocked to see somebody that's seven foot two, seven foot one, whatever the hell he was, run like that. <clears throat> and and that's a guy I know we talk about era. If he was brought to the nineties, <clears throat> he would still be dominant. Not he'd be dominant. He probably period. wouldn't score fifty points a game, but he'd be just as dominant as, as maybe like a Shaq or a Kareem or a Akeem. He was insane. Yep. Yeah, so Dorian, number nine. Number nine, I'm going with LeBron James. Okay. BJ. I'm trying to see, and hate me if you want, how far can I justifiably put LeBron down this list? <laughs> well, we're already at number nine. <laughs> yep, I got two more spots. Um Akeem. Total package is a big man. Yep. Wilt was the first uber athletic big man. Akeem took the uber athletic and added the skill. Yes. And just might be the light. We might, we might not live to see anything like Akeem. And, and I know BJ, he purpled on this soccer. Get yeah. your kids I, into I just told, soccer. I told my friend this week, he was talking about getting his kid into sports. I said, please start him in soccer. If you get your kid's feet right, he can literally play any sport, any sport. Once you get that foot, uh, hand, eye, foot coordination, get all that lined up, they can play any sport. Yeah. yeah. And, and here's the thing. I mean, we all had Shaq, Pyre in the list, four, five, six in the list. When Hakeem played Shaq in the finals, it wasn't even close. Shaq didn't no. win a game. No. And he was mostly embarrassed in that series. Yes. I believe he had his moments. I think he had a game where he was, he angered his way through a, a, a good performance. <clears throat> but it, it didn't matter. No. It just didn't, it didn't matter. So, Dorian, number 10 on your list. I mean, I heard what you guys said about him before, but it's like, you're too dominant to only have two championships. But I guess I'll put him at 10. And that'll be Will. Okay. BJ? My brain tells me to put LeBron here, but I want to find it. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you need people around you to stop you from doing bad ideas? <laughs> I don't think this is a bad idea. That's the thing. Like, I can make a legitimate case for every one of those people ahead of him, but we'll put LeBron here 10. Okay, so I, I promise, guys, we did not do this ahead of time. My my list looks very similar to BJ's list, so it's just kind of how how it panned out. Now here here's the question: Where's Curry? Um, see, I could have uh, put Curry there. Legitimately, also, by the way, because isn't he four and two in the finals? Yes. Yeah, that's a hell of a record compared to three and six. 
See, I, I have I have Steph at eleven, kind of at the doorstep, just banging banging on the door. Let me in. Mm. And and see, here's my question. So we we went through the top ten list. Okay, all roughly about the same players. If Curry is not in your top ten list, that's fine. He's not in mine. What does he have to do in the next five years? Because that's about how long his prime is going to last, if not less, to make it into the top ten of all time. I what think more does on, he have to do? I think he's on straight stats now. Like he he has the championships, he has the good finals record. He could be in the playoffs for the rest of his career and uh, stack up these stats and move up this list quickly. I, I don't think there's much separating him from 11 to 9. You don't think he'd, he'd go past Kobe at 7? I mean, yeah, I think, it could be justified. Like, he shifted basketball. That's huge in itself. Yeah, he did change basketball. Kobe just kind of carried on a tradition. See, and, and here's my issue with Curry changing basketball. He did. He absolutely did. He got these guys thinking that they can make, you know, half court shots, any kind of wild three point shot. Here's the problem. They're not Steph Curry. You that's not his fault though. It's not his <laughs> fault. Coach's fault. It is not his fault <laughs> that these guys don't understand how to shoot properly and take good shots. We talked about this last week that the shooters in the eighties and the nineties, had better percentages because they took better shots. <laughs> and, and here's the bigger problem. These idiots are trying to be, trying to be Steph Curry, not quite Curry. They've changed the game to match Curry's game. So they're trying to beat Curry at his own game when they know he's better than they are. <laughs> well, here's the problem. When you get, <laughs> we're talking about this for two years too. When you get into a firefight with somebody that's shooting these threes, there's only one response. After they get so far ahead, there's only one response, and that is to jack up threes. And like you said, they're not as good. So Steph Curry is kind of Tiger Woods-ish in that way, where it's like he forces you to just go out of your character. Yeah. You're going to have to – like. Tiger can drive greens that other people can't. And it, when people are chasing him, it forces them to attempt to do some of these things and they mm -hmm. wind up in the water. And that's what's happening in the NBA. When you got shooters like Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson surrounding Steph Curry, at any minute, these guys could go on a 16-0 run in the blink of a friggin' eye. Just like 21 nothing in the finals? Boom. Just like Exactly. No, it's yep. just like that. And that's the problem. And it puts people in deep water. And if they continue to hit their average for the rest of the game after any one of these runs, you are in deep shit. <laughs> I, I equate it to the uh, many years the, uh, for the Colts, the late 2000s, you know, 2010s that year, where Manny would put so much pressure on the other team because you knew That's if what he's you doing. didn't go out and score a touchdown – you were fucked. It's the exact yep. same thing. You force them to make mistakes because they know they can't compete in any other way by playing out of character. That's Absolutely. the only way they can compete. And that's what's happening in the NBA is, you know, that's one of the rules. It's one extra point for that shot. And it, mm -hmm. the math works out that eventually you either have to get a lot of fouls or jack up some of these shots at some point, especially if they get ahead of you. Yeah. You're not gonna make you're not gonna win these games going 
uh, trading uh, twos for threes with these guys. And, and see, and that, and I go back to what we talked about with Tim Duncan and, and Shaq is these coaches that see that and go, Oh my God, I've got to be shooting threes constantly. And you've got a player like Shaq, a player like Duncan that can consistently get you buckets inside. Those don't exist anymore. Yes. And that's what, is it. Yeah. And that's what I mean about Duncan. If he played today, he play, if he played for a good coach, if he played for Popovich or Kerr or, you know, in, in, or a coach on, on that level that could capitalize on his talent, he would still be the Hall of Famer that he is. But if he players make for, coaches, that, and that's true. Now, here's the problem bad coaches make bad players. Uh, I don't, I don't name one great player that has been irreparably damaged by a bad coach. Great player. Don't give me any evanescent shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. You, you could, you could say that Aaron Gordon, for example, maybe not great, but here, here's the thing. We don't know how good Aaron Gordon could have been. No, 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 no. We're talking about Tim Duncan. Do yeah. not give, do not give me, <laughs> don't give me some fucking Win Dixie ham when I ask for Boar's Head. We're talking about great players. I'm so glad you didn't go to law school. You would be the brokest ass lawyer that ever crossed the earth. You'd be like, we're letting what my, did you, you are, you are letting my two years at college just drag your ass in these arguments. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare do that. <laughs> name one great player who's been irreparably damaged by bad coaching. Well, that's the thing. It, great players don't play for bad coaches. Mm. Who was Brian Hill before Penny and Shaq showed up? Yeah, and what and, did he and do? What, and what did he do afterwards? And then it's what trouble. did he do? And then what did he do when he came back? That was one example. We can just talk. We can just finish this list. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, we can do more. We can. I promise. I mean, if we keep talking, they'll just come you to me. I point. promise. No, like yeah. great, great players are always going to be great players. And truth be told, if Tim Duncan were in this NBA and saw how it worked, he would get rid of that coach because that's what players can do now. Yeah. That too. I would agree with you if it wasn't Tim Duncan. I don't think that's his nature. We don't know because we've never had to see it. That is a fair argument. We know he got lucky. He was blessed to go into that franchise with that owner and that coaching, and um, it worked out for him. So we're doing a lot of ifs, and it's tough to figure this stuff out. But I do know one thing. He was very lucky on the coaching department. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the question always become. What would happen if Brady wasn't drafted by the Patriots? What if, what if he was drafted by the Jets? Oh. What what if Indianapolis had picked Ryan Leaf over Peyton Manning? See, I don't I don't understand the the Brady thing's tricky with me. Did Brady come in here with some skill and get thrown into a system that suited his talents and then found the way to maximize in that system? Or was he a good quarterback? Because he sure as hell didn't look like it in Michigan. He beat Alabama. Well, what was Alabama at that point? Uh, top five. That's a soft top five. No Nick Saban. <laughs> soft top five. Come on, man. I'm just, just teasing. I'm just teasing. Um, <laughs> it's SEC. It was Sean Alexander, five. Alabama, I'm too, just, by the way. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That was Sean Alexander, Alabama. But, um, they were, they were solid. 
But I mean, he wasn't consistent. You weren't excited about Tom Brady. No, in fact, Lloyd Carr tried to bench yeah. him multiple times. Yeah, so that's tough to say. He he's another guy that I feel Brady benefited more from his coaching than Tim Duncan did. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying there? Yeah. Like Tim Duncan would have been a pretty damn good player because of his skill set, bank shots, hook shots, post moves, rebounding, hustle, work ethic, all those things. Tim would have been fine. I just don't know if Tom Brady's a supremely talented quarterback. Physically. Physically. And I don't know. I'm not trying to take shots at the guy. He's won a ton of Super Bowls yeah. by watching recorded practices and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll move on to the other list that is going around. So we'll do t- uh, top five point guards. All right. Now here's the thing. Mm. I have to ask this question before we start. Okay. Does a point guard include Allen Iverson? Yes. He ran point of the offense. Okay. Just making sure. Well, what kind you of point can, guards we're talking about here. Because if Allen Iverson, Iverson counts, Steph Curry counts. Yeah. You could, you could honestly kind of make the argument that LeBron James could be considered a point guard because the, the offense ran through him as point. I don't consider that an argument, but you could make that argument. Point forward's a thing, so I would say no. Okay. So point guard, Dorian? Yes, point guard. Yes. Number one point guard of all time. Oh. If oh. you fuck this up, we will make fun of you. I mean, I mean, I know, I know basketball, so I'm not worried about it. But as oh, far as oh, the, oh, never, oh, tell the Boston Celtics that. Um, I never said. I never said. Look, if if the Boston Celtics had some balls, they had a chance to win. But obviously, wow, they, yeah, balls don't make threes. <laughs> <laughs> but on this one, I'm gonna say all around Magic Johnson. It's hard to pick yeah. somebody else. Yeah, six eight plays five positions. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, what the hell? What are you gonna do with that guy? <laughs> yeah put him across the board yeah yeah yeah, yeah. number two Next. is tricky for me for what i've seen overall <clears throat> we can't we're trying come on we got to have a little historian in us don't give me this from what i've seen shit we gotta because i gotta, can only go by i go well not only go by dude you I, included I, bill russell that. in your top 10 so give me the watch highlights what you don't pay shit. attention to these Things? Right, but I did see the highlights, and with Bill Russell, he won eleven championships, and he was you a saw vital Bill part. Russell? How fucking old are you? Uh, you know, and no, I'm talking about what I've seen in highlights, and on top of that, I read and saw the highlights of him <laughs> dominating. <laughs> he Will Chamberlain. himself. Will Chamberlain is what seven two, and this Bill is a Russell self. The, this is a self soothing behavior. So, I know that, but that's part of I know I know that little tiny tiny piece of psychology. That's what that is. When you touch your head, you're self soothing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my second <laughs> my second overall uh, point guard has to be John Stockton. Ooh, the spicy pick. The top, you know, leads the league in steals and assists. I like that. That's fair. I can't lie. That's not what I was thinking next. So I'm not going to do the whole. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that's why I whited mine out. So I wouldn't yeah, be accused I of cheating. I don't think that's it. Um, in hindsight, he probably should be up there, but I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and um, put Isaiah up there as much as I don't think I like him. But I mean, as far as like getting points, defense, running the offense, 
You don't get much better than Isaiah. Matter no. of fact, if Isaiah was as tall as Magic, they'd probably be interchangeable. Oh yeah, hands down. Now, and, and here's a question, okay? Because uh, both Dorian and I picked pick Stockton. Isaiah has two championships. Stockton doesn't have any. Yeah. Does that mean anything in it terms of overall ranking? It means we might have ranked Wilt too low by this logic. So, yeah. so okay. You speaking on that. So for me, my third one was Isaiah Thomas. The reason why I picked Stockton over Thomas was because with John Stockton, John Stockton wasn't a shoot first point guard. Like he was a floor general, got everybody involved to the point to where he made uh, Byron Russell a legit starter, <laughs> which when Byron Russell left and went to wherever, uh, I forgot the other team he went to, uh, his, his numbers went down significantly, but well, did anyone on that on that Utah team have any kind of career after they left Utah? After John Stockton no. was no longer their teammate, no. Nope. Didn't Malone, Malone didn't get a title with the Lakers? Did he miss no. that no. boat? Nope. No. No. He yep. he was on that over that 0-4 team that imploded. Yep. Yes. Yep. With <laughs> with Gary Payton, probably because probably because to quote Carl Malone, he was hunting little Mexican ladies. That's why it imploded. He said that to Kobe. His <laughs> wife's Mexican. Could you imagine saying that to a teammate? Wow. I mean, oh. <laughs> is, is he like the biggest creep in the NBA ever that we know of? That we it know seems of? like it. Yes. It really feels like it. Yeah. Yes, to me. It really feels like it. <laughs> He's up there. <laughs> like Dennis Rodman's a freak, but not a creep. By, by all accounts, it was with adults. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. So, so BJ, who's your number three point guard of all um, time? John, John's got to be there. If he's not two, he's three. Yeah. See, I went with Oscar. Yeah, you average triple double first season. Oops, that opens the door for other problems. Because <laughs> 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 <I'm scared. laughs> uh, that was a good catch. Move to strike that from the record, John. <laughs> <laughs> Dorian number four. So Allen Iverson does count as a point guard. Yes. I know. That's why I asked. <laughs> That's why I asked because I knew it would mess this list up if I did that. Eric Snow ran a lot of point for that team. He did. But was listed as shooting guard. <laughs> Go figure. Well, it, yeah. Mike ran a lot of point for, for Chicago, but BJ Armstrong was the point guard. Oh, uh, um, number four. Ah, damn, this is oh, um, shit. Uh, fuck. I'll go, I'll go with. I'm going with them. Whatever. Jason Kidd. Oh, eyes off my paper. <laughs> Jason Kidd. <laughs> Put him in there. I went Steph. Steph's number okay. four. Kid, Jay, Jay kids that I played defense. <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry went, that's and cool. I'm going to shoot a three in your face from 35 feet away. Toying and passing lanes, I don't think that's technically playing defense. <laughs> so let's just be fair about that. That's a part of defense, but I don't think that's playing defense. Please defense like Dion played defense. Like, I'm not here to tackle. <laughs> yeah, I'm just in these passing lanes trying to get steals so I get layups. Yeah. So we're doing um, uh, number five. 
Number five, you got to – I put Curry. Over Iverson. That was tough. Because what – when you point out that Eric Snow <clears throat> did play a lot of point guard. I could make my argument for Chris Paul. But the championships alone and the fact that he's reshaping basketball, whether we like it or not, probably has to put Steph Curry there. At number five, it went Isaiah. So, and again, but the question that's coming up. So ESPN is making the argument that Curry could be a, a, a top two point guard of all time. Looking at our list, he's four no titles or five. In that list. No, Magic's got five. Yeah. Okay, so he's second to Magic in titles. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, <clears throat> that's the thing. Oh. A lot of this is like art. It's in the eye of the beholder. It's the opinion. Yeah. So it's very tough, but you could make a case. Steph Curry could be number two on this list very easily. Yeah. Because even though Steph did not save the NBA, he has changed it, which could be perceived as equally valuable these franchises just keep going up in price yeah so i don't know i very easily you can make that argument for curry i can't argue against that four titles yeah. six appearances yeah countless points good he is the uh three-point leader correct oh by yeah, yeah. and yeah he's gonna make and that record so high worse. that no one's gonna, yeah, yeah. gonna touch it yeah no, the next person to, to do that would be a freak of nature. So yeah. it eventually happened, probably not while we're here. Yeah. And and so the, the, the question with Curry comes up, he's four and two in finals. He's also, what, two and two without Durant in the finals? Or is, or is he two and one without Durant? How has Durant, how's Durant been without him in the finals? Um, oh, and one. So so going back to the, the bus driver, bus rider conversation that, that Barkley likes to do, who was the bus driver on that team? We know who the bus driver on that team was, Steph Curry. That was never a question. That was only a question to like uh, KD's little crowd. Well, I well say I it. Think, Go for it. I think that I I think that the bus belonged to Curry, but but the driver was KD. Because you're not beating, I'm sorry, but you're not beating Cleveland without KD at all. A healthy Cleveland? They almost did it the year before. If Draymond doesn't kick LeBron, almost doesn't count, homie. Almost doesn't count. They, 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 they didn't. They needed KD for those for for that LeBron Cleveland team with Kyrie and Kevin Love. They needed him. Draymond wasn't stupid when he went crying to him, begging him. To come to the uh, Warriors. <laughs> now, this is the perfect time to take a break so I don't have to scream into this microphone. No. Yeah. No, say it. Say what you got to say. <laughs> that system was in place. Those people were in place. They had success before him. But you saw what happened the year before. They still lost. They were up 3-1 with How did the they same lose? system. How did they lose? And still lost. How did they lose? They Last well, second we, shot. Cleveland came back. Coin flip. And, and this back. actually bring up a question for the next segment, but yes. And I go back to if Draymond doesn't kick LeBron in the nuts, Golden State wins that 4-1. They should, yes. They should kick them harder. 
And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if you're gonna do it, do it. Don't pull your punch. If you're gonna go as far to kick somebody in the balls, you might as well knock them out of the game. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So hopefully the series, because I don't want them coming back in and knocking me in the nuts. <laughs> 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 on, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.